It is week four, that's right, quattro of the NFL season. And with that comes another edition of Football's Finest with Eason and Seth. We've got a good show for you guys today. We're pretty excited. We talk about the Asian festival that was on campus, how Easton offended some Liberacis, and also Inconvenient Truths, and then the usual topics. Hope you like it. are happy to see us back and we're happy to be back so uh how are you doing today i'm doing well doing, doing well ready doing to, well ready to talk some fantasy oh, got yeah. a lot to say oh yeah you got a lot to say got a lot to get to uh it's been a good week well for most people my team finally showed some promise we uh put up 129 this week still lost to the gear bear but we're is, that a, is that a tough pill to swallow no because I, I was prepared <laughs> i was prepared for it going into the week i knew that i was it was going to be an uphill battle but uh, I showed some promise. Russell Wilson got me 41, so that always helps. Uh, and Philip Lindsay finally decided to show up for the season, so that's that's looking good. Derek's um, really good. Derek's got good. a good team. But what I can't figure out is I thought all these Arkansas guys in the NFL are so good, I thought that he would pick some of those guys up in front of Jeremy Sprinkle dropped a pass last night. That's pretty good. He was in the game. Who did he play? He got in the game. He plays for the Deadskins. Oh, wow. Yeah, he got in the game, and they tried to throw it to him actually near the goal line, and he dropped it. Wow. That's another good – another guy he's got on his team Terry McLaurin, Scary Terry. Yeah. Nobody even – he came out of nowhere. Yeah, he's, he's just incredible. He's been really, really good. Almost okay. as good as Sprinkle. Almost as good. Not quite as good. Um, but, yeah, a couple of my receivers are still kind of hit or miss. Whether – Michael Thomas, he's good. He keeps getting me good points. But Manuel Sanders and John Ross both flopped. I knew it was going to come. John Ross had two good weeks. There's no way he was going to have a third. He's playing Buffalo. But it's going to hurt to get Tyreek back. I've got a big matchup this week. You want to know who I got? I just saw, but who is it? Scott. Oh, really? He's good. He is. The advantage you have is um, he's on a cruise right now. He's on a cruise. He doesn't get back from his cruise till Saturday. So if he has guys playing on Thursday night, he can't do his lineup. Actually, he can. Sorry, Phillips. Phillips bought him Wi-Fi. Oh, so he'll be able to get. Forget well, that. Yeah, forget that. Uh, but, yeah, he does have Le'Veon on a buy this week. So the buys are starting to hit. Mm-hmm. So That's where it gets. The, like, anybody can just put their lineup in place mm-hmm. when before the bye weeks. But once the bye weeks come, that's where the skill kicks in, where you got to oh, start yeah. moving guys around. Who do you play at the flex position to open up another slot oh, as a position yeah. player? It gets fun. But, yeah... I had to make an emergency trade this week with Zach. Uh, I traded for Carlos Hyde, gave him Jarvis Landry in the deal. Um, but, yeah, I think that will benefit both of us. We are both pretty on board with it. I didn't have to convince him, really, like I do with most of my trades, where it's riddled with Greg Olson somewhere. <laughs> but, but, no, uh, I needed running back depth. I'm fairly confident that with my running backs where they're at, I could use a little bit more production from uh, on Johnson. But... After after my two starters, I had Tariq Cohen and Kareem Hunt, who's suspended. So, yeah. I'm just stashing him in hopes that maybe he'll get some good work in, considering the Browns are so bad. They'll just be handed off all the time. Yeah. They'll, do you think they'll split Chubb? And I don't Kareem know. Maybe to, maybe to limit Chubb's workload a little bit, just because he's a, 
he's a little bit smaller of a back. He's not like the biggest guy in the world. And mm-hmm. uh, Kareem Hunt's a pretty big guy, so maybe they'd want to get that little change of pace in there. But Kareem Hunt might be the goal line guy. Exactly. Uh, he may be looking. I'd might, be fine that, with that. That's six points right there. I had a running back this week. Rush Aaron Jones rushed for nineteen yards. Got you two touchdowns. But he had two touchdowns, so it was a fourteen yeah. point day. Yeah, I was watching that game. I think he had one catch. Yeah. Um. Before we get too deep into everything, we gotta talk about a little campus corner. Uh, some of the interesting things we see on a daily basis on the college campus. So I'll let you start. What I'm do you gonna, got for us today? My moment this week is I'm in a class uh, called the History Sleuth that's required for history majors. And basically the, the way that the class is set up is you, you read a, a passage from a book, you'll read a couple chapters from an assigned reading, and you'll show up and you'll debate a certain topic. You'll write a paper and you'll debate off that. And it's really just is trying to set up for political clashes. Oh, yeah. But the class is 95% left. Oh, There's yeah. just a couple people that aren't. Yeah. And if you if you say something that's not even, I mean, it's not even right-wing stuff. If you just say something that's somewhat towards the middle, oh, I mean, you just get crucified in the oh, class. Oh, my. And you, you have everybody against you. The professor is left, but he, but he tries to set it up as fair as possible. But let's be honest. People. He, How many people on the left can trying, actually he's have He's trying a, to apply the Jake Tapper role, in Yeah, but he, it, it's like Jake Tapper, where <laughs> the bias will come out. And they, I don't know anybody on hardly anybody on the left that can actually set up a fair discussion. Oh, yeah. But uh, anyway, so we, we had concluded a session. We had been talking about whether books should be banned. And, and really, it fit a couple people in the class's narrative that books should be banned, which makes no sense <laughs> for adults that can read. But uh, I took the position that books shouldn't be banned because everybody (laughs) should have the right to to view what they want. And these two girls were so worked up with me after the class got over. So when you leave, you have to get on an elevator. We're on like the fourth floor. So you have to get on an elevator and go down and exit that way. And when we went to get on the elevator, these two girls wouldn't get on the elevator with me. Oh, and there was only a few people. The elevator wasn't too full. They were they were so upset because because of my <laughs> position on something that they refused to get on the elevator. Oh, my. Whenever the before the elevator doors closed, you should have been like Dunya Liberace. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were they were out for my head. So oh. that's more sad than funny. But, but there you go. Yeah, you're twenty twenty. I thought it was kind of funny. And you're getting worked up over a debate that was in class. Yeah, they were of, they were furious over a trivial topic. That's wow. those are the same two girls that when the when the professor called the roll the first day he called them honorific miss, pronouns. He called them miss oh, so and so, and they said that they didn't want to be addressed by honorific pronouns oh, and asked my. asked just to be referred to by their name. Oh my! So, wow. yeah. What what do you got? Oh, so uh, today I was I was sweating my way to class. Uh, I stepped outside and it was ninety five degrees. Mm. So there's that. I'm already sweaty walking to class. And I get to the South Oval, and for the people on, that listen to this pod that don't go to OU or have never been on the campus, there's the North Oval and the South Oval. And the South Oval, all these student organizations come out, and they'll have, like, little displays, be, like, promoting their group. Well, today, it was, like, the Asian Student Association, and they were, like, having a little heritage parade. And it was... I walked by and it was quite interesting. There was a guy that was on a microphone with there was just, there was like a bunch of chairs set up in front of him, like they were expecting a big audience. 
there was four people in the crowd <laughs> to begin with. You're telling me the Asian Heritage Rally didn't attract just a plethora of, of <laughs> students? It didn't. But uh, the guy's up there, and he's got his microphone, and he's singing something, and it sounds like he's killing a cat or a pig's giving birth or something. But he's just sitting there forever singing this. I'm like, what the heck is going on? <laughs> and all these people are just watching him. And at the end, they start clapping. It's like, what are you? You don't mean that. No, you, you don't, don't really. That. You, don't, that was a you didn't mean to clap. He probably felt like the biggest idiot up there, but who knows? Maybe he, maybe he was saying something inspiring in Japanese or whatever it was. You got a little bit more culture today. Though, so that's good. <laughs> if that's what you want to call it. Uh, but yeah, so let's move on to the inconvenient truth of the week. So mine, I think a lot of people might agree with, the Cowboys are overrated. They beat, they're 3-0. and They have played three poopy teams. They played arguably the three worst teams in the league. Yeah, they haven't the played Dolph- the Deadskins yeah, yet. They played though, the Dolphins. And they have them coming up. The Giants with Eli Manning, not Danny Dimes. Yeah. And then the Redskins. No, did I say the Dolphins? The Redskins, Dolphins. They the have Giants. played the Redskins. They yeah. played the Redskins the first week. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, they did. I remember that. Yeah. That was a, that was bad. Yeah. So you're three and zero against uh, combined one and eight. Congrats! You're going to win the Super Bowl. No, Dak's on a stud. They're going to pay him, and he's not worth the money. We're, they're like paying like six or seven people, and they're going like to—that's all. The they're just—they're going to have a bunch of awful players. Oh, I know. And you, but you're so proud of these six or seven guys. Like yeah. last time I checked, you have to play eleven people <laughs> on offense and defense. Yeah. So you're having to play twenty-two players. Yeah, they're more than that. They're going to be in a world so, of hurt in a couple of years whenever all these guys want new deals. But. That's Yeah, that's great. You have a running back and a quarterback. Yeah. That's awesome. A running back that you paid who's going to be good for maybe three more years after this year. Because what is he now, 25? Yeah. yeah, and he's looked really good right off the bat. But he, Dak, other than Dak's yeah. first year, he hasn't looked good. So uh, let's just see when he when he yeah. plays some defenses. Oh, let's yeah. wait till he gets at the Rams or somebody like that. Oh, yeah. And as much as they use Zeke, they're going to run him into the ground. He's going to be broken by the end of his career. Mm-hmm. But That's why he was trying to get paid. Yeah, he ain't going to be like Frank Gore. He's Frank Gore to, knows how to utilize himself. He's got to go buy more nose rings. <laughs> yeah. Not getting paid doesn't buy you no uh, bull rings. <laughs> he's just more concerned with looking like an Ewok than actually playing good football. But uh, what's yours? What's your inconvenient truth? Mine has to do with our fantasy league. Oh, we're throwing it, we're throwing somebody under the bus here. Yeah. it's. I was looking at – there's so Caleb is at 3-0. and Mm-hmm. And then there's a plethora of people at two and one, and then there's two people at zero and three. Yeah, right. We yeah. won't mention, the we won't mention that. But I think everybody. There's nobody at one and two, right? Or is there? Daniel is. Daniel's at one and yeah. two, and then the rest are at two and one. Clay is at two and one. I looked at his roster, and it flat out stinks. Oh. If you take a loss to Clay Tate, that's that's not very good. I and so my inconvenient truth is word for word, Clay. You're staring down another last place finish, Uh-oh. and I'm calling it right. He's at two and one, but I I looked. Preston's at zero and three. You're at zero and three, but there's just more talent on those rosters that Clay's team. Go look at his roster and tell me that's a team that that is not staring down another another last place finish. I did see that his starting running backs this week are uh, Kenyon Drake and who was the other one? Yeah, the Dolphins player. Great. Yeah. Can't remember who it was. It wasn't somebody. Exactly. I, yeah, it wasn't somebody I wanted to start. Granted, he does have Saquon out for, but he's out 
that who knows for a max of eight we weeks. both know how high ankle sprains are we've uh, always yeah. had them they're they're a long they take a long yeah. time to fully recover especially with him a running back they're not going to test that so even if he comes back you feel that ankle for a while it's oh, yeah. that may affect him the whole season so good luck clay Oof. yeah i did i did check today and i'm not going to put any stock on those projections but they They've been fluctuating Clay and me back and forth. They had Clay at eight, and me at ten, and Clay at ten, and me at eight. So you're not mentioning the guy who's in ninth, and I assume that's the other zero and three guy. That is the Preston other Preston Garrett. Yeah, yeah. Which also he was starting somebody today that interested me. We'll get to him in a little bit though. I don't want to get too far ahead of myself. But uh, a little bit of week two recap. So I think there's going to be one person that I update on my hot seat, and everybody else okay. stays the same. That's the only person I updated. Anthony Lynn. Chargers yeah. coach. They have not looked good so far. They got they lost to the Lions and they lost last week to the Texans. Granted it's the Texans, but their only wins against the Andrew Luckless Colts. Who the Colts look pretty good this year. I got a question. How many times have you seen Anthony Lynn do a press conference? I you never you hear don't about hear it. from that guy. You don't hear about anybody. You don't on the hear anything. They play in a stadium. That we our high school stadium was the size of this Chargers stadium <laughs> yeah. they play in. It's ridiculous, and and they underachieve. They have a quarterback who has ten kids and he's getting old. Yeah, and and just I mean it's a I agree with you. Let me let me write him in. He oh, Anthony yeah. Lynn is absolutely somebody who's on the hot seat. Yeah, I I was thinking of him right when I was writing this up, and I was like, really, we've kind of covered everybody that's on there. We can't really make any mm-hmm. additions because first year coach he's going to throw into the bus right away. But, I don't have anybody new. Yeah, yeah, I don't have any. So Anthony Lynn, you're on the hot seat. That's a good one. Yeah, you better you better get it together. You got the Broncos in two weeks, so you'll get a you'll get an easy win there. But after that, it's tough sled. And they can't even sell out that stadium. We didn't even throw that in there. I looked at empty home, seats. Yeah. It's an extra home game for the away team. Yeah, it, yeah. Like, who goes? Like, don't the Raiders play the Chargers at some point? Yeah, they'll play them twice. Like, yeah. I guarantee you, there'll be more Raiders oh, fans yeah. than there will be Chargers. Yeah, fans. Any team that has a decent following. Mm-hmm. Will outnumber the Chargers fans in that stadium. It's all. Yeah. It's how it's been even since they're back in San Diego. But yeah, nobody wants to watch the Chargers yeah. play. What's their draw? Philip Rivers and and they can't even their their running back just now is coming back. We'll get to that a little bit. I'll oh get to yeah, a little yeah. Bit, but but, but not, nothing fires me up about LA. Yeah. Um, and then for more scratch off teams, so. We've got the usual five that were on there last week. We I think we had the Broncos last week. They're a scratch off. And they solidified that. We forgot about one of the teams though, the Redskins. Oh, they're yeah, they they're, stink. They're garbage, and I think you can officially write off the Steelers too. You can write off the Redskins coach. Yeah, too. he's he's. I'll <laughs> underline him on this hot seat right now. Yeah, the Steelers are zero and three. Which doesn't make sense. They've got a lot of talent on that team. They do, and I don't think Rudolph will be terrible. Yeah, I just think they're – I saw something that said they had a first-round grade on him, but he slipped to the third round. So mm-hmm. they're just trying to save face with that. I, You know that once Ben retires, probably next year or whenever, they're, they're going to be draft a market. Somebody. Yeah. They might try and uh, like urge Ben to retire right now. So that they can go get Trevor Lawrence next year. Oh, that's a good call. I mean, that's what I'd do. Everybody's going to. They need one. to keep tanking so they can yeah. so they can get him quick because who else is going to be in the market? Who? The Redskins will probably be looking for a quarterback. Well, right? they, they draft, have Haskins. They have Haskins, Haskins, which it baffles me that they haven't started him yet. You're zero and three. What do you mm-hmm. have to lose? Just get the guy in there now. I don't care if he's ready. Like. 
Daniel Jones, I'm sure, wasn't ready. Granted, he got the easy game against Tampa Bay, and so he didn't have to do much to bring him back. But it was impressive. They were down 35-10, and they ended up winning, I'm pretty sure. Are the Buccaneers going to be in the market for a quarterback in the near future? Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah, I don't think – surely they don't think Jameis is there. Yeah. Is, is, surely – who's going to – Jameis will be a backup after this, right? Oh, Nobody's yeah. going to sign him as a starter. Him and Mariota. So the Mariota is not a starting Titans, quarterback. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see who else. I'm trying to think. But, yeah, that's a good call. The Steelers need to really stink it up the rest of the season so they can get Trevor Lawrence. And he has weapons around yeah. him. They could make a turnaround from getting – from. From having a high draft pick drafting Trevor Lawrence to being a playoff contender oh, yeah. next year with yeah. a better quarterback. Another team, the Vikings. Kirk Cousins has one year left on that deal. Yeah. He signed a three year eighty five eighty four million. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure they don't want him back. They are two and one, right? Yeah, but I just it doesn't make any sense to re sign him and he's not going to take less money. We have Zimmer off the hot seat for now. Yeah, being at two and he, one. he's doing good enough. If he makes the playoffs, he'll be bad. Did they lose last week or was it the week before? They I lost? thought I thought they won just this past okay, week. Okay, yeah, that's but, right. Oh, um, uh, because they lost to the Packers. Yeah, I thought they won. They beat mm-hmm. the Falcons the first that's week, right. and then they lost the Packers. Yeah. All right. So uh, with that, uh, let's get into some stardom, sit them, cut them. Who do you got for us this week? I like as my stardom, and this might be a little bit biased. Tyler Boyd. Start him. Okay. Every week, the lowest, I think he's, you can check me on this, but I think he's 22, 13, 14, okay. which, and I have him at my flex position. Yeah. And you're getting that production from your flex position. I'm thrilled. Oh, so yeah. I think anybody, if you start a guy at a flex position and he can just get you double digits, that's oh, all you're yeah. looking for out of your flex position. Because if you can get 15 from your two starters and maybe a 10, nine yeah. or 10 points from your flex guy, you're going to win most of your games. Yeah, most of them, unless you run into Caleb. Uh, and then my sit-em, speaking of Caleb, I looked, He at, Caleb has this guy on his roster. Austin Eckler, it might be time to sit him. Ooh, yeah, now, I don't know. I, him a little bit. I don't know if you sit him this week or if you sit him next week, but definitely next week. Yeah. Once Melvin Gordon comes back, I think those two will start to split the yeah. backfield, and it's just not going to be worth that, that oh, production. Yeah. Now, they do uh, – so this week I don't think he's already ruled out for this week, Melvin Gordon is. But next week mm-hmm. they play the Broncos, and that – as bad as the Broncos have been this year, their run defense has actually been okay. So that's one thing that you might want to be like, eh, I don't know. So Melvin Gordon's not playing on Sunday? No, but they expect him to be back. Okay, so back so week. okay, so s- let me hold on to Eckler to sit him yes. the following week. Yes. But because, because Eckler's going to be in trouble once Melvin Gordon comes back. Oh, yeah. And my cut him is Tariq Cohen. I think the yeah. guy – I mean, David Montgomery's obviously the guy there, and he's just not getting a lot of touches. Mm-hmm. Tariq Cohen's not getting a lot of touches, and I just don't think he really has a lot of production. I know he's on your bench. Yeah. You're I'm, never going to play him unless that's, unless. That's there's part like, of the reason why I made the trade. I had no confidence in him because yeah. next week I've got uh, Kenny – or not Kenny Galladay on the same team. Uh, on Johnson, I got him on a bye. So mm-hmm. I was going to need to put somebody there, and I was not about to put – uh, Tariq Cohen there, so I had to get somebody. Yeah, I would I would cut Tariq Cohen unless you were just hurting for for running backs. Yeah. Um, no, go ahead. You're oh, talking. but speaking of Tariq Cohen, we didn't even talk about this beforehand. But I have David Montgomery as my stardom this week for the flex position. Yeah. I think he hasn't had too many breakaway weeks yet. He had a he had a touchdown against the Broncos so that helped his point totals. But he's only going to continue to get used more, and I think they're kind of out of that gauntlet of the defenses for right now. I think. And Trubisky's awful. Yeah, he is awful. He's a bad so, quarterback. So, yeah, he's bound to like pick up his production some. 
and I just think he's probably the best bet right now as a stardom for your flex. Um, a guy I have as my sit is Christian Kirk. While he is the number two receiver in that offense uh, behind Larry Fitzgerald, he's the 28th ranked receiver right now, which is he's a decent guy to have on your on your team as a flex option. But mm-hmm. compared to David Montgomery, if you had him, I would take Montgomery over Kirk. Um, and then the cut him, Calvin Ridley. The Falcons' offense just hadn't been great this year. I mean, he's still a good playmaker. He's ranked, he's the 31st-ranked receiver. So I actually did this this week. I went through and I like looked at who would, who was a starting flex guy and then what their ranking was and found the rankings accordingly. So Christian Kirk is also the 28th-ranked receiver. And then Calvin Ridley is the 31st-ranked receiver. And so I just think Calvin Ridley, with Julio Jones in that offense, Austin Hooper also in the offense, he's a pretty good tight end. And then on top of that, you've got Devontae Freeman, who's been a disappointment this year, but he can't be this horrible forever. So I just think that Calvin Ridley, there's too much in that offense that he's kind of going to get washed out week to week, and he can't really count on him. So I think you got to cut him. Yeah, I see that. <clears throat> and then for my stay away this week, the other 0-3 team guy, he is starting him at his flex. He plays Buffalo this week. And in his first three games, he has had one point week one, 12 oh. points because of a touchdown in week two against Miami, oh. and seven points last week against the Jets. Sonny Michelle, he's the 41st ranked, 41st ranked running back. Oh, is that your cut him? No, that's my stay away this week. That's Oh, Sorry. darn, we had the same stay away. Really? Yeah, that was mine, too. Wow. And I put him... I'll, I'll, you, you go ahead and finish your thought, and then I'll get to him, and I'll rip on him again. Oh, yeah, I was just saying, out of be, being in the Patriots' uh, backfield, there's just no reason to start anybody in that backfield. James no, White's not the only one, and he's yeah. a flex play. So Yeah, that, even he's risky to have. Yeah, but, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead with your tangent on Sonny Oh, Michelle. I just – and like, I would assume that most people are staying away from Sony oh, Michelle, yeah. but there's actually a guy starting Sony Michelle yeah. in our league. Well, Preston. And he's 0-3. <laughs> yes. Sony Michelle hasn't caught one single pass, and you're in a PPR league, and you continue to start this guy. Yeah. If you're in a PPR league and you're starting a running back, unless he's just a, a stud, if you're yeah. starting a running back who hasn't caught any, like literally any passes, you're going to be in a world of hurt. Yeah. So it's time to stay away from Sony Michelle. Oof. You hate to see it. He had such promise coming out, and you thought yeah, maybe they'd use him, but Bill Belichick hates using his running backs. Mm-hmm. So who do you got for your sleeper this week? I have James Conner as my sleeper. I just keep thinking you, uh, he's got a great matchup. The, he plays the Bengals this week. The Bengals have allowed the second most rushing uh, points to he's running backs. So I think that this could be a game where uh, where he where he jumps out because – Lack of lack of quarterback play from Rudolph. I think that the Steelers are going to be looking to run the ball, and they'll want to get it in Connor's hands as much as possible because they don't want to lose the Bengals. Oh no, you can't start zero and four, especially to that team. Yeah, it's the battle of the zero threes. Monday night football is awful, awful. this year. Yeah, it's it's bad enough that you make us listen to Booger, oh, but then geez. you make us then you have Pathetic. a horrible schedule. The best game of the year was the first game, and we're not going to get a better game the rest of the year. So. Yeah, I'm not. I'm all out on Monday Night Football. The only reason I like watching it is when people in our league have players <laughs> oh, going. Yeah. I just to see how the matchups finish up. But there really hasn't been any Monday Night games that have come down to the wire. Mm-mm. I guess last week was a pretty good one. There was 
a few teams that were fairly close. I know you and Caleb were pretty close. Yeah, but. well, ours was Sunday night. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, but, but yeah, Sunday night came down to the wire. But yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I'm trying to think if there's been any Monday night snafus. It's, a, it's always funny watching Preston get all worked up at B-dubs. He does. Preston, it's like... He's an 0 3 team, but he thinks at any moment his team could burst onto the scene. <laughs> Go off. He's not somebody who thinks his team's always fighting for last. He's always fighting to try to win the league. And it's like, <laughs> all right, you need to, cur- as Larry David would say, you need to curb your enthusiasm. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Um, so, yeah, who do you got as your sleeper this week? Okay. Uh, I, I just did. Did I just James Conner? Oh. Yeah, you're good. Man, I don't you're know. It's late. Sorry. <laughs> Scratch that. Doesn't matter. My sleeper this week, Will Disley, the tight end for the Seahawks. You re- you dug in there for that I one. I did. <laughs> uh, so, hear me out. They're playing Arizona. Arizona's defensive coordinator is none other than the VJ Vance Joseph. Oh, man. Vance Joseph's defenses notoriously suck balls <laughs> at covering tight ends. Uh, I had the problem with Denver. He, we couldn't cover one then. We still can't cover one. But now Arizona can't cover a tight end. Uh, he's the seventh-ranked tight end uh, in the PPR leagues. And in his last three games, he had a bad first week with two. But last week and then uh, the previous week, he had 22 and 18. So he's a good play this week, especially against a bad defense. Yeah. That's pre- They gave up 180-some yards just to TJ Hawkinson week one, who's caught two balls since. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah. Will Disley, you're going to tear it up this week. And I think Clay's got him in his lineup. I think that was a waiver wire pickup by Clay, too, I'm pretty sure. So, Clay's team is, is stinky, but at least he's making some moves. He is making moves. Um, and then my flop of the week, Chris Godwin. He's the 24th-ranked receiver, but he's going up against the Rams. And Mike Evans, we saw what he did last week. Uh, Chris Godwin, he had a good start to the year. He had 14 and 26 in the first two games, but he followed it up with a performance of only getting seven. And against the Rams with Aaron Donald and that defense, mm-hmm. well, I think that defense is a little shaky at times. I don't see him having a good day. So No, and what's funny is your, your player flop I'm gonna the team is <laughs> your my, team. The Bucks are my flop. Man, how did that work out? Because we didn't even compare notes. Yeah, we did, we never look at anything before thinking that we'd just be different, but maybe we should. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the Bucks are my flop. They're playing the Rams. Uh, I just think like last week it was just such a fitting way for them to lose to the Giants. Oh yeah. To the Eli gets you know you got Daniel Jones in there, guy who who is it's his very first start ever. <laughs> Danny and, and they miss a forty. What what was the field goal that they missed at the end? It was know, it was really short. I know it's and five he, yards longer than it should have been because <laughs> Bruce Arians, in his infinite wisdom, said I don't know if he said this in the press conference, but they took a delay a game on purpose so they could get the, uh, so they could get the goodness. position that they want. I don't know. I think it was a mistake, and he just said that to kind of cover himself. Yeah. But either way, come on, dude. And and of course, Jameis let that happen. Oh yeah. I mean, that just seems Jam- like a dumpster fire. Jameis was the holder on that play. No, oh uh, no, you're right. Uh, I, when when I when I hear <laughs> when I hear delay game, I always blame the quarterback. Uh, I yeah. forgot it was a special teams play. <laughs> so no, it's completely on Arians, and it's whoever the backup quarterback is is probably the holder. It's on the holder too. Send the Winston family an apology. Yeah, I apologize for that. Uh, Jameis isn't exempt from his, no, his, no. his fair share of mistakes. <laughs> 
So, uh, who do you got this week in, in a fantasy matchup? Who do you who you play? This I play week? Zach this week. Ooh. Yeah, Zach's always good. You're kind of going through a gauntlet right now. I have well, Caleb I looked, and Zach. I have I have Scott twice. I have Caleb twice, Ooh. and I have Zach twice. Oh, that's what I was telling Caleb the other night. These are the guys I play normally. It, it abolishing the divisions. I still my schedule's still a yeah. nightmare. Uh, people don't want to hear my sob story, but I do. I, I play the toughest teams. That's what last year when I won the whole thing. Yeah. I felt like I was really really good, and I was nine and four. Oh yeah, in the regular season, it's like I that course, I had to be good to be nine and four to finish off the year. You had to beat the two best teams because you yeah. beat the two seed and the one seed and Scott. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, was did was it us in the semis? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. And you just you had a heyday. You worked me, and I thought I thought that, I had my a team good got day. really yeah. hot. You, I think in the last three playoffs, I think you might have put up two hundred in all three of those games. It Jeez, was, it was unreal. Yeah, they were, and I had I got lucky because the guy that I just bashed to cut Tariq Cohen is who really won yeah. that for me. He was my flex guy, and I don't know why they're going away from him this year. Yeah, I don't know why they're going away from him this year. I don't know if they're scared to use him or they just. They just think they need to use David Montgomery so much, which, mm-hmm. I mean, it makes sense because Tariq Cohen's not a very good in-between-the-tackles guy. He's really no, he's, he's really basically their version of Tyreek Hill. He's really. kind of a third-down guy yeah. anyway. And... Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I've got Scott this week, like we said before. That one's personal. It is personal. I've got to figure out a way to get a win this week. Now, will it happen? It remains to be seen. What? Now, I, don't... I do get a little bit of benefit of Le'Veon Bell being out. But that's yeah. That that might be a little. No, he hasn't really done that. Yeah, great. you know, I looked at it. He hasn't been a, like good running the ball, but he must be getting like a bunch of receptions. He catches a he's, lot of passes. He's still, I think, top fifteen. So, wow. Yeah. Now, are you gonna? If you were to lose this week and go to zero and four, do you consider yourself like do you? Are you thinking you're gonna have to hit the panic button? I'm because gonna... I actually wouldn't. I know. I know you. Ha- you're kind of staring down zero and four, but I've looked at rosters and. Clay's just really, really bad. Uh, Preston's atrocious. But even Preston, I don't think Preston's roster, and, and you guys can go look at it and be the judge yourself. With Saquon out, I think Preston's roster's better than Clay's. I really think I would, Clay's the worst I roster. I could agree with that. Yeah. No poo poo Dan's yeah. bad, too. <laughs> poo poo Dan. <laughs> yeah. I, I, uh, I don't know. I just think that there's, there's some holes on my team. I'm not, I'm pretty shaky at running back. Like, Philip Lindsay, I think he's going to start to get a go and stay consistent. But I don't know what I was thinking drafting. Uh, what's his face? Uh, I was I keep forgetting his name. Carry on Johnson. Mm-hmm. When I had Marlon Mack staring me in the face on the board right after him, I couldn't oh, take it. He's had a good year. He has. So that was that was an error on my part. And uh, of course, I took Cam Newton, who for some reason I thought was a good idea. But I still got Russell Wilson, and I picked up Philip Rivers my backup. So. I don't know. I think I'm just going to ride with Russell Wilson. He got me 41 last week, and I think he's going to start to play, be playing fine. But, but yeah, it it kind of really screwed me that week one Tyree Kill went out. But he should. He apparently he's week to week now. So mm-hmm. surely in the next couple of weeks I'll get him back, and this will all be bygones, and we won't have to worry about any of that anymore. Who's everybody else playing? Are there any big matchups this week in our fantasy league? Oh. I assume Caleb's got a dog. Yeah, Caleb always gets to slug through an easy schedule somehow. <laughs> oh yeah, um, yeah. You you heard that, Caleb? <laughs> well, I think we're we're out of content for the day. We asked for a mailbag, but the uh, let's keep the comment or the questions G rated. 
Yeah, at least, at least PG thirteen. Let's send in your questions. We'll answer them on air. You can roast <laughs> us with the question, but we're gonna have a rebuttal. <laughs> yeah. So just so just be prepared for that. But was it Garrick or was it Robert that asked the question? Which feels better, pooping or fart, or which is more fun, pooping or farting? Who they asked a question? Yeah. They, oh, I didn't even. I haven't even gotten these text messages. Really? Yeah. Oh, I was I was sitting in Bible class and they were blowing up my phone. Really? Oh yeah. I've, the whole time I almost made a comment and said, "All right, not everybody at once." I'm glad I didn't. <laughs> so people have been responding. <laughs> yeah. Did you get Did you get any questions worthwhile? No. They no. Were yeah, you didn't. Th- I didn't think you would get a serious question out of these bunch of uh, jokers. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll try again next week on the mailbag, but thank you for listening, and we'll look forward to being with you guys next week. Thanks, guys. Nibbling on sponge cake, watching the sun bake, all of those tourists. Covered in oil Strumming my six string On my front porch swing Smell those shrimp Hey, they're beginning to boil Wasted away again in Margarita Searching for my lost shaker salt. Some people claim that there's a woman to blame, but I know it's nobody's fault.